Our MSSP program is about a year old now, and as we are talking to our integrators about incorporating managed services into their business models, one of the concerns that commonly comes up is how to sell it to their end users. Do they need new salespeople, a new compensation structure, questions along those lines. So today I'm sitting down with Chris Peterson from The Vector Firm to take a deeper look at selling managed services. Chris has over 20 years of sales leadership in the security industry, so I think it's safe to say he's a foremost expert on selling managed services for security. I hope you enjoy my interview with Chris. Hi, Chris. Can you hear me? Oh, hey. How are you? Doing well. How are you? I'm good. Wonderful. Okay. Well, thank you so much for catching up with us today, Chris, to sit down and talk about uh, selling managed services. Sure thing. So I think that we know in our industry, there's been a hesitation to adopt managed services, at least more so than other industries. And I know that I mentioned in our introduction, for instance, uh, needing new salespeople, a compensation structure, and honestly, change is just hard. But I wanted to take a little bit deeper dive than that. So let's imagine that an integrator has decided to take on incorporating managed services into their business model in 2020 and brings you in to assist in preparing their team for that. What are the challenges that you see they're facing in that transition? Um, well, you know, I, I, the most common things uh, that I see, and, and I learned this kind of the hard way, uh, you know, like in 2013, 14, uh, maybe even in, in the 15, that I, I do a lot of qualifications ahead of time. So um, here's, here's what I mean. There, there are a lot of organizations that you know, they'll, they'll find me online or someone will, will say something about Vector Firm helping with this and we'll talk. And through the qualification process, I realize that they may not be ready for what we have to offer. And, and, and here's what I mean. There are a lot of things that um, need to be done before you can even consider selling these things. You got to have the services, right? I mean, you got to, some people think, well, I, yeah, I had a meeting with Phoenix yesterday. They were in here. <laughs> we love, we love their access control system. We're, we're going to move forward. Okay. Well, we'll what, what types of services are you going to provide? Well, we're going to do access control. Okay, but what types of services are you going to provide? Right. I don't know what you mean. So that's something that, you know, once you have that dialogue, people realize, all right, maybe I need to um, step back and think a little bit more, more about this. But, um, you know, for the ones that have, um, I don't want to say they have everything in place. You don't have to have everything in place, but you at least have to have a plan, right? And think about what, what exact video and, and visitor management, cyber and access control services are you going to provide to your, your customers? Um, if that's done, then, then really from, from my perspective, from, from helping your sales team uh, and, and your sales management team bring this to market, um, the compensation plan a lot of times is is um, not built properly to really do two things. One, you've got to be able to inspire that shift of behavior amongst your salespeople. They have to, um, you know, they've got to want to sell it for a financial reason. But secondly, it's got to make sense for, for your organization too, because the fact of the matter is if you've been selling mostly uh, project-based uh, installations forever, then you're still going to do that next year. You just may be starting to bring some managed services into, into play. So you've got to be able to compensate on both ends where it's going to inspire your salesperson to sell, but at the same time, be smart for the business too. Another thing is um, the, the accountability approach. So how are you, you know, how are you managing this? How are you tracking the activity? Uh, and, and I'm not just talking about 
uh, on the back end, how, ma- how much have you sold in managed services, but what types of, uh, and, and I mean, really get down to what types of targeted accounts are you pursuing? Where are you with those accounts? Um, and then and people think I'm crazy sometimes when I bring this up, but actually looking at, looking through the project quotes every month and working with right. your salespeople, asking them, why didn't you push this into um, you know, a managed service rather than a traditional project? Because this looks like a perfect uh, opportunity for managed services. They have multiple sites, whatever it might be, right? And, and having that coaching. So the ability to, to track activity and the ability to, uh, not the ability, but the willingness and having it part of your routine to actually hold them accountable to it is, is very important. Having the quoting mechanism, I, again, one of the fundamentals that people are probably scratching their head right now, but if, if it takes uh, an average of 45 minutes to put a traditional quote together, but it takes you know two hours to put together a managed services quote, guess what? Your salespeople are going to put together the, tr- the, the traditional <laughs> project right. quotes, you know? Those are some of the things that the audience may not be thinking about that come up. You know, um, what, what a lot of people, uh, when they approach me, they'll say, I need you to teach my salespeople how to sell managed services. And, and, and there is a challenge there. There's a challenge of, number one, not knowing what you don't know and, and being able to sell those and having the right approach. But there's a lot of the basics that I just mentioned, the comp plan, the, the quoting mechanism, the ability to track activity and then hold them accountable to that activity. So I... Yeah, I see all those things. I think maybe for somebody listening to this who really wants to tackle managed services in 2020, a lot of the things you've just mentioned of the groundwork you need to lay before you even start selling managed services and approaching someone like you, for instance, to help get their team ready to sell it, it's kind of overwhelming. So where does someone even start? You got to start with having a meeting. And that sounds a little bit um, ridiculous, but just have a meeting and discuss and walk through it. Have a meeting that, that includes operations, have a meeting that includes service, have a meeting that includes finance, have a meeting that includes sales. Right. And, and a lot of times um, in, in, in many of uh, the PSA integrators, that, that, that could be three people that do all five of those roles. Right. Um, so, and, and, and that's fine too as long as they're talking through the process. And um, one of the things that I like about um, the, the PSA model is that the fact that you guys have a lot of that, a lot of those fundamentals in play already. So I would include, you know, I would include PSA, maybe not in that meeting, but I would get some feedback from PSA. I would get some feedback from, um, if you've gotten to a point where you've chatted with some manufacturers and some technology providers that you're going to work with, get some feedback from them. But some of the things that you need, uh, you need to figure out is one, what are, what are the services that we're going to provide? You know, where do we want to be? Don't get in too much detail. Just think, okay, where do we want to be in five, 10 years? And then, all right, where do we need to start? How many, what three services are we going to provide? Um, and then you got to, you know, you got to have the contracts around those. You got to have pricing. And those are all things that your manufacturers can, and, and your technology can provide, providers can help you with. Uh, PSA has, uh, you know, can, can point in the right direction for help with contracts. And then, of course, as far as marketing and selling uh, these recurring revenue solutions, I mean, obviously we can help. That's what we do. Right. And, and, and we can come in and help at that, at that point. And, and not just from the sales and marketing, but also the sales management, which quite candidly is, it's more important. It, it really is. I, I, if, if, if someone says, hey, I don't have the entire budget for your whole program, what should we buy? 
buy the sales management consulting because you can do what we teach you to do and and do a pretty good job. Maybe not as good as us. <laughs> right. It's what, it's what, you know, it's what we do. But if, if, if all you can choose is the management part of it, the sales management and the coaching, um, then we'll teach you how to do it. And then you can continue to do it. And maybe let's say you do 60% as good of a job as, as I could do, meaning uh, putting the messaging together, training, um, you know, motivating, whatever it might be. Well, if you do 60% of as, as good of a job as I do, but you're their boss and you're doing it ongoing and you're holding them accountable, you're going to end up having double the performance from your salespeople. On the flip side, you have me come in and do the best job I've ever done. The best sales training, you, you know, you bring back Zig Ziglar from the grave, <laughs> right? And I, I, all of a sudden, I, I just, I just shine for, you know, on, on your account, but you're not there to hold them accountable. It's going to fail. Right. So what's really, really, really important is that that, um, that that owner or that manager, um, buys in and, and is able to, um, not just provide these fundamentals, but then hold them accountable on the back end. So that's, that's another thing to make sure that, you know, another one of those fundamentals and where you need to, you know, where you need to start, how are we going to hold them accountable after, after we build all these things, how are we going to make sure our salespeople are, are rolling it out? Are you finding that as you're out training and working with these salespeople and they are talking to their end users, is there a common understanding of managed services with the end user? We are seeing it obviously in other industries that we all touch on a daily basis, but are they used to seeing that from their security integrator yet? And if not, how are they convincing them to make that change? What is this? Yeah, six weeks ago, I was with a client and... Um... They were, they were sharing a story, meaning I was in, in, in person in front of them, and they were sharing a story about a large organization that we've all heard of. You know, if I get out my fortune list, they're probably fortune 50, um, uh, who looked at them and said, would you guys be able to manage all this? Do you put this in the cloud? And they looked at each other like, holy cow, yes, we do, but we never thought you would want this. Right. Uh, and, and And so... Yes, the end user world is is starting to realize that um, you know they're just starting to realize that everything's going to the cloud. Everything can be managed by somebody else who's a professional, and um, and why not security? So so that's happening, uh, and 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 our industry is doing a good job. They're doing a good job of educating uh, from a marketing standpoint, uh, especially you know a lot of manufacturers are doing a good job of educating the end user market base. On, on the acceptance of, of cloud services and on the acceptance of, of just having someone else manage their security for them. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely seeing a difference in the end user. Now, the way I hear it though, Candace, is through my clients. I don't visit end users, but right. I hear it through my clients. Like they're getting, they're getting those questions. Now, when, they, when they're working with their current customers though, how do they convince them? How do, they, don't, they, they, they can't convince them. Right. So, so those questions usually occur because there was a problem at a site. So that fortune 50 company I just mentioned, somebody at that site in some conference room said, can't someone else just manage this? I mean, I'm, I'm sick and tired of having to come in on Saturdays to take care of a door that isn't opening or, or I'm sick and tired of overseeing it to make sure they updated the system or whatever it is. There was a problem there. So somebody asked, can't someone else manage this? Can't we have this in the cloud? Whatever. Then 
they asked the question next time they were in front of my client. So there was a problem to begin with. Now, if my client went in there six months ago and said, guess what? We're going to tell you why you should let us manage your system. They would have laughed them out of the building because there wasn't a problem. So there's no convincing. What there is, is there's educating. There's educating, educating, educating till eventually they realize, hey, this is probably a better idea to have someone else manage this for us. And, you know, ABC integration over here, who we've been working with forever, they do this. They've been sending us blog posts and they've been doing lunch and learns with us and they've been sending us case studies. And, and these are the folks that we need to work with. Um, so there's no convincing. There is convincing if you want to sell somebody a new camera. If I want to sell someone a new camera, then I'm going to go in and I'm going to convince you why you should buy this new camera. Because that is a process that they're used to. Uh, if I've got to convince you that you're going to change the way you manage the security of your facility, no longer is everything going to be down on the server in the basement there. And no longer is your IT staff going to be backing it up and updating it. And no longer are you going to be in charge of credentialing. We're going to outsource this to our security provider. And, and by the way, we're not going to budget for this once a year. We're just going to put this on a recurring fee. We're going to pay every single month, the same fee, but it's going to be every single month. Um, that's not, that's not an argument you win just by convincing. That is something you win by educating and by educating and educating and educating until there's a problem. And then when the problem is there, your customer has the knowledge because you've been educating them. Yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, it, what I, I hear when we talk about, you know, your existing end user you really have to be an active listener and hear their challenges. And when they're talking about those challenges, think of how you can solve for that from a managed services perspective. Is that kind of sum it up correctly? You're right. So I want to take it a step further though. Um, it's, a, it's not just active listening. It's something I call mindful listening. And what I mean by that, active listening is where, you know, we've all practiced it. It's where, you know, you you, you, you repeat their name three times and you move back and forth in your chair the same way they do. You mirror them and, right. and all that, right? And it's all, th those are all great techniques, by the way, in a personal relationship or a business relationship. However, taking it a step further in mindful listening and mindful listening, what we want to do is we want to listen. We want to look for um, every, every sense we have clues to problems, problems that they may have that they don't even realize that they have. Because, and, and we do it, people today, where we are because of, because of what, you know, what the internet and what mobility has done to us, it's turned us into a one second reactionary type of human being. What we do is we go through our day, 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 and we don't really think about uh, things. We don't get creative about things. We're just going day to day, to day to day, day to day, putting out fires. And so we don't think about a certain issue being a real problem, we just deal with it. So if we are a mindful listener, and I'll just use an example, let's say um, we're meeting with our client security manager, right? And um, you're doing a site walk and someone calls their mobile phone, they answer the mobile phone, they get off the phone and, they, and you can tell a change in their emotion. It's now more negative, more stressed. And you find out it was someone from IT. There's a clue there that there is some strife, there's some turmoil between security and IT. Right. Uh, and, and, and that's a clue. Now, is your security manager gonna come out and say, I hate IT, that's a problem I'm having? No, they just deal with it because they think that's what their job is, is to deal with IT. So what you've got is a clue. And since you were mindfully listening, 
you see that there's a clue to a problem. The problem is turmoil between security and IT. Let's dig a little deeper. What's that turmoil? Turmoil is that the access control system doesn't get backed up as frequently as it should be getting backed up because IT just doesn't take care of it enough. And IT's problem is that they're understaffed and, and, and overburdened with all kinds of tasks and security gets put on the back burner and they're constantly stressed by it. So guess what? That's a problem where we can solve. But both departments just go day to day to day and do what they have to do because they think that's what you do. They don't realize there's a problem there. And when you, when you have that mindful listening and you can see that clue, you're like, okay, here's a problem. And then you, you broach the, you know, you don't broach the topic saying, hey, you've got a problem. We got a great solution. Let me demonstrate it for you next week and we'll sell it to you. And, you know, no, you just like, hey, it looks, looks like to me you're having a little bit of issues with IT. Is that right? And then you just chat through the problem. And then, and then, well, hey, remember when I did that lunch and learn a few months ago about you know, how, how we have that hosted access control system? That might be something we wanna talk about. Not you know, at whenever it's convenient for you, but what that'll do is you know, that'll take the burden off of IT. And then you know, your, your system will be backed up always as it's supposed to be. Um, so that's just an example of, of of the difference in, in uh, you know, a, a good listener versus a real mindful listener. A good listener listens for problems. A mindful listener listens for clues because we want to find the problems that our customers don't realize they have. And when you do that, then they may be willing to consider changing to a managed services model. They won't change to a managed services model though just because there's better benefits to it. They've got to have a problem before they're considered changing. Yeah, absolutely. I know we just barely scratched the surface on this topic, and obviously you are in it every day and really in the trenches. So give a pitch for the Vector Firm and how you can help our integrators sell managed services and then how they can reach you. Okay, so first of all, it's vectorfirm.com. We're also on the PSA website, but vectorfirm.com is where we are if you want to come check us out. And on there, you can uh, find contact information, um, you know, for, for me or for Jamie, who's our marketing person. But for managed services, it's me. Here's what we do. We work, uh, our, our company does sales and marketing consulting and training for system integration companies. That's all we do. And one of our programs is, uh, is, is, is called Selling Hosted and Managed Services. And it's meant for the system integrator who is used to selling large projects and wants to shift their sales team into now selling more hosted and managed services. And uh, we have several levels of that. Uh, you can buy in fully to the 24 month program where we'll, we'll change your whole sales management, we'll change your processes, we'll train your salespeople over a course of time and we'll continue, you know, the last six or eight months is us staying in, in, in the trenches with you and coaching you as a leadership and and, and your salespeople. And then it, it ramps all the way down to, um, you know, we'll, we'll just come in and do an assessment and tell you what you need to do um, to get started uh, to, or do maybe not to get started, maybe you got started, but we'll come in and tell you, all right, here's where you are. Here's where you need to be. Here's what you need to do in the middle. And then we can customize things in, in, in between those two things, everything from an assessment coming in. Heck, one of our case studies really, uh, and it was for a PSA integrator, um, uh, where we had a lot of success was just doing an assessment because I came in and gave them a couple ideas and they implemented it. And all of a sudden their man of services went through the roof because of those couple of ideas. Um, now, what we like to do is get involved for two, you know, for 24 months with our clients and dig in and, and roll our sleeves up, look under the hood and just 
do everything. Um, but the assessments are pretty quick, bam, bam, bam. You know, it's probably a six week process with a two day visit, one time fee and we're in and out. Then there's everything in between. If you want to customize something in between that, we'll do that too. But so that's what we do. Everything from, you know, a quick assessment to tell you how to, you know, what you need to do to take it to the next level, all the way to getting engaged with you for the 24 month period and turning, turning your organization into a real managed services selling machine. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for, for joining us on the PSA pod today, Chris. And I'm sure that we will have many conversations with you again in the future as we continue to really try to tackle incorporating managed services into our business models. Awesome. Thanks for having me, Candice. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye.